Hello, and it's Helen Boyd back in the studio, and I'm here today on International Women's Day with fellow artist and friend, Helen Fogarty. Thanks for being here, Helen, and we're sitting in a very, very, to celebrate, um, we're sitting in a very girly cafe, and we're having divine macaroons that have girl power printed on them, and are very pink, and lovely cups of coffee, and Helen is soon on her way back to the homeland of Oz and we've just been chatting about her new studio and International Women's Day and we thought we should really talk to all of you about that. So welcome Helen. Thank you Helen. So just talking about your studio, you've just built a new home which you're moving back into and you have a new huge space to do your art. So tell us a bit more about that. Well, I need to um, be able to spread out. Um, currently in Hong Kong, I have a very small space, so um, for me to do my fluid art effectively, um, you really do need a bit of space to splash paint around. So um, we've built a shed, which is um, really sort of the end of the house, which I will share with my husband. So it'll be like a... A she shed and a he shed yes. in one. Yes. And We're, this is separate from the house, though, or a down? It is separate. Right. Yes. It's next to the carport. Um, so maybe eventually I'll take the whole thing over and he'll have to build another shed for himself. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, even just going back, because we've had Helen chatting with us before, and previously we were talking about your current studio space as a home studio in a flat that is how big? It's probably 180 centimetres long by about 200 centimetres wide. <laughs> and carpeted, because you do fluid art pouring, you work standing in a children's swimming pool <laughs> and now you packed up all your paints and canvases <clears throat> chipping them back to Oz so you're on your way I'm on my way I haven't painted for a while and I'm itching ha having withdrawals yeah. so I can't wait to um, source a nice big table and um, maybe a dresser or something like that or just some shelving that I can put my paints on and get stuck into it. Awesome. Mm. So would you like upcycle like a dresser and you could do fluid pouring on it too, maybe like Well you could, although just having a you know a nice big table mm. that you can actually walk around, nothing too big. Mm. Um, you know, that's that's really all you need. So you're talking about because you've got your new home feel inspired to make some work for your home yes and you seem to want to have the ambition to go do much bigger pieces absolutely because so, I haven't been able to do big pieces yeah you know because of the lack of space so I'm really looking forward to doing some big canvases so what kind of sizes are we talking about um probably maybe 120, you know, by 120, something like that. Okay. Some, you know, those sort of sizes. Yeah, sizable. Yeah. yeah. And in the same sort of colour palette that we've seen from you previously, or 
Um, I will have to wait until we move in. Um, the house is has a lot of grey undertones, so different tones of grey. Oh, uh, so, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, and so I think until we move in and I and all our furniture arrives and I've got all that sorted then I can sort of look at the walls and think, okay, what colour do I need? Yeah, yeah, and kind of draw from that. And also I assume like the landscape, it's all like exactly. Aussie bush, yes, which has a lot of greys through it as yeah, well. Yeah, it does. Something yeah. to complement the, uh, the rural feel. Yeah. Um, so it'll be quite interesting to see how your work evolves from going from Hong Kong, very urban environment... Where I've done Australia you know, dragons and that exactly sort of like symbols of Asia, yeah, yeah, yeah. back to Australia, more space. You know, to see like the colour scape, the light is different as well. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, and do you have like just getting down to sort of practicalities? Do you have like art supplies that like a place that you go to already in Melbourne? Or? Uh, yes. There's many places. There's um, Riot Art Store. They're everywhere throughout mm. Australia. Um, they stock global paints, which are very good for fluid pouring. Right. Um, and look, I'll go back to using uh, house paint as well. Ah. Because that I could not uh, access here in Hong Kong. Okay. So, um, so certainly, I use a lot of white paint. Yeah, yeah. So I will certainly use just ordinary acrylic house paint for that. Yeah, um, so less cost. Less cost. So more availability. Bunnings, you know, right. which will be great. They're going to love you in bunnings. They will. They'll love you in bunnings. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, look, I can also get paints online. Yeah. Know, have them delivered. And we were talking about, um, you're thinking about experimenting with the um, alcoholic inks, alcoholic which inks, I have yeah. played with a little mm. bit previously. Um, they're super fun. Yeah, and I love the effect, the layering yeah. effect and the depth of that. I think um, with anything that's... like that, I mean, you know, you can go and do a course, whatever, if you like, but often a lot of the art supply places in Australia are quite good to do, like, little one-day courses too, aren't they? That's true. And yeah. there's so much stuff online, but really it's about just, getting in the space and experimenting exactly um i found i did an afternoon with my sister-in-law and niece who are really into paper craft type stuff and i wanted to play with the yupo paper which is it's like a plastic paper um and we just we just played for like quite a few hours happily time flew the colours are really rich and engaging mm, and, and it's quite magical when you drop the inks and, you know, you can layer them up, yes. you can let it dry, yeah. you can, yeah. you know, do all sorts of things. Yeah. And I have to say, I actually, those papers have been invaluable to me the last yeah. year. I've used them for so many different things, yeah. particularly with my mixed media stuff, but also in pieces like resin pieces that I did with Rachel from Accentless <laughs> Art. Well, that's another thing I want to learn, resin. I haven't resined any of my paintings. Well, I think you quite, given the nature of your work, that would complement Yes, yes. Really they, well. They come up very well. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I really am looking forward to is being able to just leave all my paints, not have to pack everything up 
Yeah, you know, I totally hear. Yeah, <laughs> I can just walk out. I can clean yeah, up, clean yeah. up the mess, but everything can stay there. I don't have to remove it all, put it in a cupboard, and it's you know. nice because you can when you go because I've just gone from a studio space into a home studio, as we know. But the difference for me was because my H Studio Gallery in Cyclone was a multifunctional space. I actually did pack it up for exhibitions or other people's workshops and the like. Of course. That being said, I started to get a bit more efficient in storage. So if you do need to pack things up, you can kind of store things so that you have it laid out and ready to go. That's right. It yeah. saves a lot of time Absolutely. and frustration. Absolutely. And I think sometimes those it sounds silly but if you have it all there laid out it's inspiring to your work mm. you just step straight into that head you know that mindset um it doesn't squash your yes. inspiration right yes. so it does actually make a huge difference it does um so you know that's why i kind of chuckle and laugh because when my husband goes away with work for his travel I just take over the dining table. <laughs> this is mine for a little while. <laughs> this is mine this week. And I don't have to pack it up. And he's so a patient okay. man most of the time. <laughs> he comes home and I'm still doing, I might be in a 40 square metre loft, but I'm doing like 100 by 100 <laughs> cm canvases. He just looks at me and says, I feel like I'm living in a gallery. And I just tell him, you're just so well, lucky. you are. You are. You're surrounded by art and colour yeah. and beautiful what could be nice? So we're talking about International Women's Day and I, I guess I'd just like, so what does that mean for you, Helen? Well, I think that, you know, women have come a long way and they are doing amazing things. Mm. Um, our daughter, Yolandi, she's a doctor in the Royal Australian Air Force mm. and she spent... Uh, four months in Afghanistan. Amazing. Um, And, you know, she had to learn how to... um, So she's a doctor and she's in the Army. She's in the Air Force. She's in the Air Force and she did a tour of Afghanistan. Afghanistan. But she's not only a doctor, you know, on call to look after anyone in need, Mm. but she also has to learn how to protect herself. So... She had to carry a weapon at all times. Mm. Um, and, you know, I just think women are doing that now. They're... She sounds like an amazing, complete, total boss of a person, right? <laughs> like, wow, yeah, so courageous. It's, and It's, it's amazing. And, and, yeah. and women have come such a long way. And I just think it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, because you can always be in the Air Force or the, the Armed Forces Women in can do anything they want to do. Yeah. And your other daughter also... Has, yeah, has an amazing yeah, career. Yeah, she's a paramedic and, you know... Another gutsy role, really. Yeah, but it is Let's a gutsy it. role, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. we're very proud of our girls. Yeah. And, and what they've achieved. I'm sure that you and your husband have inspired them to be who they are, but at the same time, I think as your children get older, I find they inspire me to be a better person as well, right? So... Yeah. But, yeah, that's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And... So, and you can only just encourage your, your kids, you know, support them as much as you possibly can and, you know, they make their choices, but, um, you know, encouraging them all the way is, um, 
is the important thing. And what do they think about mum doing art? Oh, they love it. They think it's great. Do you, do you get commissions? Well, I did a big painting for Georgie's house when she bought her house. Um, it was like nearly two metres by two metres. It's a very big canvas. And it's on her wall and she wow. loves it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I've done a few things for, for Yo. Yeah. Um, and, and a few things for their friends as well. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. And when you get your new space, you'll be just doing some workshops for other people as well? Well, yes, hopefully I'd like to do that. Um, um, do some workshops. Yeah, because you did a few with me yes. in Hong Kong. Yep. And they were very, very popular. In fact, I could have filled like 10 more classes, I think, if you'd had the time. But we had a lot of fun mm. on those days as well. We did. We and did. I've been meaning to tell you, my granddaughter, who came at the end when they were visiting that time, she went back to Australia and just pumped all this paint on in the way that you did. <laughs> Well, she's only three and she didn't understand oh, about the chemical situation. But she just remembered. I wasn't even there. I got sent photos and I've seen the work just last week when I was there. And it does have a slight marble effect to it. She just put so much paint down and just was, you know, totally inspired. And she loves colour like us. Yeah. But and she'll be like a grandmother. Well, know. we'll see. I think she'll be... Moving far and beyond me. Yeah. She told me the other day, we went to the art gallery and we saw the, I like to take her to the uh, AG NSW and I took my grandson for the first time and she wasn't a big fan of Suzanne. She was a bit over Suzanne. She kind of like went, no, (laughs) in front of full gallery people. And you know what? That's just fine. So then we went back out in the more contemporary part and I found uh, a different sort of abstract painting and she quite took a liking to that. But she said to me, she loves to paint, she loves to paint when I'm there, and she said, we are artists. I said, yes, we are. And she said, we are famous artists. I said, yes, we are. She is gorgeous. She is going to be an artist for sure. There's no doubt. I just love the confidence, you know. I mean, just the way she, she dresses. She's, yes. She's very artistic. She's she's got she's creative. She's got creative parents and, and she's creative only three. family. Like and she's just, you know, going for it and it's a great thing to see. And I think people need to let children be exposed to creativity. Be themselves. And there's a lot of chat about that in Australia because, you know, things with classes and school and kids intuitively are creative I believe yes but a lot of it gets drummed out of them when they go through school I see people all the time that say I'm not good at art because an art teacher's told them that and actually they're fine and everybody can be creative in different capacities absolutely um and and it just comes down to just you know what just doing it and just and just not worrying so much about it because you're not going to make you know, a masterpiece in one session, mm. like anything, it of takes course. time. Absolutely. Um, but really, <clears throat> what it comes down to, I think, so many people do come back into it. You know, after maybe doing a different career, but they've always wanted to do something creative, and um, so they um, they finally get to a point in their lives where they think, "What have I got to lose now?" Mm. And that's really exciting to see. 
I've just met so many interesting people who come back in and they're just like, I've always wanted to paint or I've always wanted to draw and they come to life drawing or they come to a workshop and the joy, they just get so much joy and bliss from it. And that's something I love doing with the sharing part of art, you know. And it's something that they probably never dreamed that they would be able Mm. to do, like, oh, no, I couldn't draw. Exactly. Yeah. And so what else was I going to ask you about? So with talking about Hong Kong, you did your dragons. Will you still do more dragons or will you be looking at the flora and fauna of Australia? Yeah, I probably might change direction because I guess um, dragons were sort of pertinent, you know, living here. Mm. And although I had, um, you know, Australian friends who bought dragons, so... Well, also, I was just thinking on that note, there are the mythical bushland creatures of Australia, like the rainbow serpent, Maybe you can tap into some of the history there because that would yeah. be quite interesting exactly. research as well. Yep. Even for your area, there would be, mm. you know, predominant sort of stories, I yep. imagine, yep. right? Yeah. Sure. And that land has been in your husband's family for a long for time. many years, since 1952. Wow. Mm. That's incredible. Yeah, so... So there must be some interesting history there too, I guess, like through the family maybe or... Well, um, I think Terry's family, they had some land on the other side of the road and uh, when Terry was um, about 18, 19, um, his dad built an airstrip on the property. Oh, okay. um, And they set up a flying school. Wow. And so Terry ran the flying school. He learnt to fly and then got his instructor's rating and ran the flying school for 10 years. And that's how we met because I went out and started to learn to fly. Yeah. So that was um, 40 years ago. That's that's, that's Mm. such a lovely story. Mm. And he's gone on and pursued aviation, of course, and... Um, was a pilot and is now a sim instructor, a simulator instructor with Cathay. And and so you learned how to fly? I did, but I didn't get my licence. Okay. I was very tardy with learning the um, theoretical side of flying oh, and okay. <laughs> learning about engines and anyway. Okay, so that that could be interesting. Something to I did about with. I did about twelve hours solo by myself. And what what um, what made you want to pursue that? Well, my father was always interested in aviation. He he always wanted to learn to fly, but he had migraine headaches. So and he used to go blind. Oh, so like the pressure. Yes. Yeah, so he's not medically he could not get a license. Okay. Because he used to go, he'd lose his sight momentarily. Oh, you know, wow. For half uh, an yeah, hour. Yeah, really. Okay. Um, so it was really from Dad that I thought, oh, I'd love to learn to fly. And I so, just love that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. In, in actual fact, I could fly an aeroplane before I could drive a car. <laughs> Mind you, I was late getting my licence. I was about 24 when I got my licence. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah, I was license. a bit later as yeah. well. I got mine so, 
I want to say 21. Yeah. I wasn't like turned 18 and right, I've got to go out and get my license. I wasn't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I think mum and, mum and dad thought that, you know, they could contain me a bit more if I didn't have didn't wheels. Have li- yeah. I just got lifts with friends. <laughs> Went out terrorising Didn't stop me and I saved on petrol. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I digress. So, yeah, oh, well, thank you for, you know, having a chat with me about that. Well, thank you, Helen. And, and um, a very enjoyable coffee and ice cream macaroon yeah that was yeah. super yummy and we just totally lucked out with that that was just yeah. a nice surprise that was beautiful um so i'm excited for you to be going back and i look forward to seeing more of your new studio at Absolutely. home Absolutely, um, love to have you and you will be missed in hong kong so many of mm. us will miss you and you're in- inspiring us with your work as well as friendship um, Thank you, Helen, and same with you. Yeah, but we will stay in touch and there'll be visits and trips. And, yeah, so maybe next time we chat we'll be in your new studio yes. in Victoria. How exciting Australia. Be. Okay. Great. Well, happy International Women's Day. And the same to you, Helen. Thank you. Oop. There we go.